Hello and welcome to this week's look at action and stunts on film. Back in the late 60s, Edward Woodward played David Callan, an anti-hero who used to work as a spy and was brought back to do one last job, always trying to fight the system. After a series that ran from 1967 to 1972, the show came to an end, only to be reinvented with a big screen adaptation in 1974. Mr. Woodward back in the lead role, and a fair bit of physical action was required from him and his opponent in the piece, actor Peter Egan, popular later with TV audiences in shows like Ever Decreasing Circles with Richard Briers and in Downton Abbey as the Marquis of Flintshire now a member of Ricky Gervais's company of players in the series Afterlife. Here is the late Mr Woodward telling us a little about the show from an interview recorded 20 years ago. The film of Callan happened as sort of natural progression. In those days, um, there were lots of uh, films made, movies made of uh, successful television series. Some worked and some didn't. Um, the ones that were inclined to work more than any others were the comedies. Um, they seemed to have a better chance of succeeding. Um, with drama, it seemed that there was almost two totally separate audiences. An audience for film uh, drama and an audience for television drama, and uh, quite often they didn't merge. Callan, I think, was reasonably successful in that it did merge, as it were, with both audiences. Um, the difference was so, w w w was complete. Um, when you're doing a television series, of course, you've got the same crew, the same people uh, working on it. Uh, and you have your same team of, of actors. When we came to do the movie, which was quite a long time after the, after the, uh, the series had finished, um, we, we didn't have the same acting team. Uh, Russell and I, uh, as Callan and Lonely, were about the only ones uh, of the original team in it. But looking back on the film of Callan, it was a great experience because it, it, I hadn't done very many movies. I think, in fact, I think I'd only done one. I'd been in a couple, but I, ha you know, I hadn't had a massive role. This is the, f I think, the second lead I had. No, the first major lead I had, I think, in a film. And um, it was a great experience. Filming is a wonderful experience anyway. And you, 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 know, you, you, you get a, a, a director like Don Sharp and you get somebody, and you get a crew who are experienced. And uh, the wonderful thing about doing that series was that every single member of the crew was a great fan of the series. So they, had, they, they kind of knew the characters extra, extremely well. And um, working on it was one of those things you look back on with great joy, great pleasure. Not nostalgia, but pleasure and joy. Part of the business that one was in that was good and uh, it represented, to me, probably, probably the best character I've ever had and ever will have, I think. A fight is called for in a gymnasium. The stunt coordinator was the late Doug Robinson, who was one of the foremost judo men in the business. He brought in stuntman Val Mazzetti to double Peter Egan and stuntman Alan Schuntz to double Edward Woodward. Both these guys were judo third and fifth down, respectively, so ideal for the job. Both were good physical doubles for the actors, 
and the routine was worked out by Doug himself. Come on, Toby. Why don't you put on your pretty blue glasses, see if you can do any better. What's the matter, son? Doesn't hard to let you kill anybody lately? The director, Don Sharp, filmed two versions of the fight. One with the two doubles, one with the two actors, and one with Val Mazzetti doubling Peter Egan fighting Edward Woodward. These would be used as pickup shots to assist the editor in the final cut. A few fast falls later, and plenty of scope for rolling about the set, the fight is brought to an end when Callan cuts the rope on which Val Mazzetti is swinging and he crashes through a table. Joe Wadham was a broad-shouldered fellow with wavy black hair, a neatly trimmed moustache, and a stern, no-nonsense demeanour. He was frequently cast as soldiers, police officers, or drivers of cars, vans, or trucks. It was this area of expertise that assisted his career. His company, Nine Nine Cars, is responsible for the vehicular action in this movie. His team would consist of Alan Stewart, Jeff and Jack Silk, and from time to time names like Rocky Taylor, Romo Guerrera and Cliff Diggins, who would have all taken a turn behind the wheel of a Joe Wadham car for a movie. Catch 
chase involves Callan in a white Range Rover with blacked out windows all round, charging through fields and down country lanes in order to catch his intended victim. Turn left, Schneider, old son, turn left. Edward Woodward was also a dab hand when it came to singing, and in between acting jobs managed to record a number of albums. The theme to the TV show was one of the tracks he'd recorded, and I'll leave you with it this week. Don't forget to join us on Friday for an in-depth look at the action, and if you don't already do so, why not follow us on Twitter at Stunt Central, or on Instagram at Behind the stunts which is also where you'll find the youtube channel so subscribe today to make sure you don't miss out until next time bye for now Does he have a heart of stone, this man, this man alone? No one knows what's in his soul, no one knows where lies his goal. Has he something to atone, this man? This man alone What secret does he harbor? What guilt? Or is it fear? That makes him seem so frightened To let a man or woman the flame of love still burn Can it melt a heart of stone? Can he no longer be
knows where lies his goal? Has he something to atone? This man, this man alone. What secret does he harbor? What guilt, or is it fear that makes him seem so frightened to let a man or woman near? Can he dream? Can he still yearn? Can the flame of love still burn? Can it melt a heart of stone? Can he no longer be a man alone?